Welcome to episode 32 of Pixelated Perspectives. This is Tanya. Thank you so much for tuning in today. It's really wonderful to connect with you again. This episode is going to cover the GNM perspectives behind neck pain and neck soreness and stiffness. So the biological special program of these symptoms. Oftentimes in life, circumstances require being viewed from alternate perspectives in order to gain new insights and awareness around them. Like stepping back from a painting of little shaded squares until it reveals the clear intended picture. Welcome to Pixelated Perspectives, the podcast intended to offer new perspectives into your health and overall well-being, explained through the lens of German New Medicine. I'm your host, Tanya Berkwin. I'm an artist, family woman, and nature and life enthusiast. So let's get into it. I thought I'd like to start discussing in future episodes the specific symptoms or conditions that are fairly common explained from the German New Medicine perspective. And what this will help do is alleviate the guesswork or confusion and alleviate the worry and stress that we experience around symptoms, such as neck pain, for example, like today's episode, Um, especially if we know that there's no physical injury involved in the pain. So we'll understand, well, what is the cause and why, what is the meaning behind it? So we're going to cover one or two biological laws as they relate to each condition or symptom and get an understanding of their causes, their conflict theme, the biological purpose and meaning behind the symptoms, and we'll familiarize ourselves with the conflict active and healing phases, and of course, explore the resolution of the symptoms or conditions. So my goal for today's episode and for the subsequent GNM episodes is to help provide awareness and understanding around common symptoms and conditions in order to empower you around your health and healing in order to minimize fear and worry about what you may be experiencing or have experienced in the past and with, of course, for anything that you may experience in the future. When we align ourselves with biological laws of nature and are aware of how they operate and how they apply to our own psyche, brain, and body, you know, our own being, we are able to live um, at a completely different level. You know, we start taking responsibility for our health and well-being instead of relying on other people. We live with less fear and we learn to trust our own innately equipped selves and ultimately live in a higher state of consciousness. So that's my goal for these episodes. So neck pain, a pain in the neck. Let's get an understanding of this, shall we? The first biological law of nature states that every so-called disease or condition, symptom that we're experiencing, is initiated by an unexpected conflict shock. So in GNM, we call this a DHS, a Dirk Hammer syndrome. Now, Dr. Hammer discovered these five biological laws because of his own um, testicular cancer diagnosis after his son tragically was killed. So he named this after his son, just a way to honor his son, because it was his own experience with the death of his son that spurred him into the research behind and finding and discovering these biological laws. So a DHS 
is the same as a conflict shock, something that is emotionally distressing and that one couldn't anticipate. So it catches somebody off guard. It's an event or situation, whether it be a you know, a conversation or a comment made or a phone call that was unexpected. So if one is experiencing neck stiffness and pain, for instance, and haven't had a physical trauma or injury that would cause that pain, then we can assume that person has had a DHS, okay? So the conflict theme for neck pain is an intellectual self-devaluation. So this is where we perceive us not feeling smart enough, for example, or not feeling good enough, or this isn't fair, or I made a mistake. This is all in relation to the intellect, so not feeling intellectually good enough. So a self-devaluation around that. So we have to understand that a conflict shock can be perceived and is perceived very subjectively for everybody. No two people will experience the same type of conflict the same way. I mean, they could, and, and that's very possible, but we could also experience the same conflict in a very different way. Everything is subjective, the way we perceive things and see them. So when we're speaking in terms of a intellectual self-devaluation, that person would have had to experience or perceive uh, a DHS as an intellectual self-devaluation in some way. And this, in turn, affects the neck. Now, depending on how severe the conflict was or this DHS, it will depend on how severe the physiological changes are made with the neck muscles and tissues, and even bones if it's very severe. Okay, but this is the area of the body that is biologically affected. So the whole biological special program of this is what happens is at the, during the conflict activity, so when somebody is in conflict active phase, they've just had a DHS, their body, their autonomic nervous system has switched, in, switched into that prolonged state of conflict activity, they are going to be experiencing tons of changes on a physiological level. And at the tissue level, in the neck area, there is going to be cell loss, so tissue degradation. So there will be no physical symptoms during this phase. One won't be able to uh, recognize that their neck is going through some tissue loss at this stage. Even though it's happening, we don't have any physical symptoms. The indications that we'll have is that we are feeling stressed, we're feeling completely preoccupied with the situation, we're obsessively and compulsively talking about it and thinking about it, we have decreased appetite, our hands and feet are cold because our blood vessels are constricted, our pulse rates up. You know, these are indicators that we are in a conflict active phase. We're in a prolonged state of stress. So again, in the neck area, we will not know that we are having tissue loss, okay? We can't really predict how we even perceive that our psyche perceives an event either. Our symptoms will point us to how our psyche perceives the event. So again, no physical symptoms during the conflict active phase. Now when that conflict is resolved and the body then moves into a prolonged state of healing, the cell tissues that have lost stop and they immediately begin 
to repair. So this is the healing phase. Now, due to this repair of tissues, there are more cells brought in to do this repair phase. And there is swelling and inflammation. And so this is going to cause pain. This is going to cause stiffness and soreness and reduced mobility with the neck. So these are physical symptoms now. And physical symptoms now let us know we've moved into a healing phase of a conflict. So what is the purpose behind these physiological and biological changes within an organ? Since the individual perceived themselves to be not good enough, like a self-devaluation intellectually relating to the unexpected event or situation, the psyche initiated a significant biological program to assist that individual to better deal and cope with the conflict situation. So that tissue that is not good enough, that the psyche perceived isn't good enough in the neck area, is broken down, okay, but that tissue loss, and then repaired after the conflict is resolved with additional cells. And the purpose of that is to strengthen them more so that they are even stronger than before, leaving them better and therefore better able to cope with any similar events or situations in the future. So this is the biological purpose of this. And this happens in nature with animals. It's very um, literal though. So when we think about what happens um, when at the gym lifting heavy weights, we are purposefully breaking down and tearing the muscle tissues so that they later will build back stronger than before enabling us to lift and to do more in the future. So this is, we purposely do this when we go to the gym, but nature innately knows how to do this without us even being aware and needing to assist in any way, shape, or form. So this happens automatically. When somebody is confronted with a situation, it's a DHS, the psyche, and the brain and body these three units work together, or these three components work together as a single unit and carries out the functions to help us, number one, cope and deal during the conflict activity, and then once it's healed, to resolve and repair, restore the organs and tissues to the original and even stronger state than before. And this is so that it helps the individual or animal in the future to deal with similar situations. So nature is just so innately endowed with this intelligence that doesn't require us to fiddle around with it. And, um, and once we understand that this is happening and that these natural laws are working and are at work all the time, we get to understand and have the trust. We build this trust with nature. We build back the trust within our bodies and understand that they have the capacity to go through traumatic and emotionally distressing events and be able to restore and repair all by itself. Um, sometimes we do need to have outside interventions and therapies and assistance to help the body, but in most cases, our bodies are going to be able to do this all on their own. So resolving neck pain, let's talk about resolving the symptoms. Well, awareness about the first biological law and recognizing that the association with the DHS, you know, is what allows us to begin to healing. 
So when we understand the first biological law that every so-called disease, whether it be a cancer or um, any sort of diagnosis or any sort of symptom and condition, that is always initiated by an unexpected conflict shock. So it's an emotionally distressing event or situation. Anything that we experience physically on a, on a symptomatic level that wasn't caused by a physical injury, we know that we would have perceived something as an emotionally distressing event beforehand. So just having that awareness to know that there's a reason behind our symptoms and that they're meaningful, okay? So having this association with the DHS allows us to begin to heal. Now, identifying what that initial conflict was just before the neck pain started and try to identify what was that conflict, what was emotionally distressing for me and that I related it to not feeling good enough. So being able to make that emotional correlation where we, one perceives themselves to be less than and was what caused the pain in the first place and also realizing that the pain is meaningful, there's significance behind it. It takes away from the fear and worry one might otherwise be feeling regarding their pain and discomfort. So once one understands the event and their perception of it, the psyche understands that there is no longer any problem or threat and it doesn't require to help you cope and deal with it anymore and therefore automatically moves into a conflict resolution phase. And this is where we begin seeing the physical symptoms, experiencing the physical symptoms. Now, normally, as soon as physical symptoms present themselves, if one doesn't know GNM, then that would be the stage where we begin to worry and stress about, you know, the pain and conditions. But knowing German New Medicine allows us to recognize the pain and any symptoms as indicators of healing. And then we can decide what, if any, therapy we'd like to use to ease symptoms until the healing of the tissues is complete. So we, we're just left in an empowering state once we have this awareness around GNM and the emotional correlation to unexpected events. Let's get into an example of actual neck pain. So my, my youngest daughter um, was, she's in grade nine, she was in gym class and they were playing volleyball and she was on a team and the, the team was doing really good, but you know, was going back and forth, really close game. And um, someone called out the shot, you know, in, in volleyball, it's common that you're gonna, the players call out the shots so no one else can interfere. Well, my daughter didn't hear somebody call out the shot and she went to grab it and she collided with another teammate and the play was ruined. You know, they lost their point and lost the game. And in that moment, all the teammates were kind of just oh, upset and yelling and saying, oh, didn't you hear that she called the shot? Like, why'd you get it? And it was just a big ordeal. And, and in that moment, um, my daughter didn't realize that it was a DHS. So it wasn't until after gym and she was in her next class and, you know, kind of had forgotten about what had happened. Later in that class, she began to get a really stiff neck and it was sore and she had reduced mobility in it. She could barely turn it. She was wondering, why the heck is she experiencing a stiff neck? 
So she came home and, you know, I could tell right away her neck was really sore. And, and she said, yeah, this, it started, you know, in last class. And I said, well, did you injure it at all? And, and she said, no, no, I didn't injure it. I, we had gym, but I didn't do anything to hurt it. And so later at supper time, she all of a sudden stops eating and she had this realization, this automatic realization. She said, I know what it is. She said, it was Jim. I totally flubbed up the play and lost the game for our team. And so she told me all about it and she told me how bad it made her feel. And it was an amazing, it was like this light bulb went off for her and me. And it was really neat for her to make that correlation that it was emotionally distressing, that the whole situation made her feel less than and not good enough and that she made a mistake. So at the time, of course, she didn't realize she perceived it as feeling less than or feeling not good enough. Her symptoms are what pointed us to how she perceived it. So we learned how, how her psyche experienced that whole situation. And it was an intellectual self-devaluation affecting the neck. It's just an amazing thing to be able to have awareness around because there's not any fear. There's no worry. You understand that there's a reason behind it. Once we identify what that conflict was, we can make that emotional correlation and boom, most of the time that's all the psyche needs to go, okay, okay, well, I'm no longer in any danger. There's no longer a threat. The program can now resolve. It's, it's resolved. So up come the repairing of these tissues. And again, healing happens with the presentation of symptoms, and which is what Lauren experienced. So these symptoms didn't last any longer than the rest of the day. By nighttime, Lauren's neck um, movement uh, was full, back to her full mobility, and there was no, no more stiffness or pain in it. So her making the correlation as quick as she did helped in speeding up that healing and resolution phase. And also the, the healing and resolution phase, the symptoms are always going to be proportionate to the severity of the conflict active phase. So Lauren's conflict active phase wasn't that long. It was for the rest of gym class. And then, you know, once gym class ended and she got into her other class and was thinking about other things, that ended it. Like it was completely resolved at that point. And that is why she started experiencing symptoms when she did. So it was a quick conflict active phase, which meant it was going to be a very quick resolution phase as well. And it helped that Lauren was able to make that you know, emotional and psychological correlation to what had happened, what caused the pain in the first place to really speed up and resolve that conflict. So that's the real life example. I'm sure that you can maybe look back in times in your life where you experienced neck pain and you it came out of nowhere and you didn't know what was the meaning behind it, what caused it. Now, you may also have an experience where you have or know somebody who has chronic neck pain and stiffness where it comes and goes constantly. In this case, this is where there are triggers and tracks that remind the psyche last time they were near this person or in this situation or heard this music or talking about this thing or in this vicinity, this area, that this unexpected conflict happened. 
these tracks act as a reminder for the psyche to keep the person safe and be able to better cope with situations that are similar. That if they encounter similar situations, they're going to be well prepared and strong. And tracks are a very common thing. Anytime we have reoccurring conditions or symptoms, we can almost always assume that there is emotional correlation to that event, that initial event that we haven't completely um, resolved. So there's going to be emotional ties to that situation that keeps putting us back into conflict active phase. And then when we're away from that certain track or trigger, we go into healing because we're no longer thinking about it. So once someone realizes that the whole condition, the chronic condition is based and initiated from one initial conflict shock, then it's we can start to really kind of work backwards now and and start to really understand why the neck pain keeps happening. We start to we can start to get really aware of what are the common denominators, what are the common triggers that are bringing the person back into conflict active phase, and then starting to become aware of when do those symptoms come up again, and looking at just before that, what were we around, who were we around, what were we doing. What were we talking about? You know, what were we seeing or smelling? There's going to be common threads in there that serve as a trigger. And then later, once identifying those as triggers or tracks, a person can then eliminate them or reduce being around them or just changing the way they think about them, changing their perspective, changing their inner dialogue so that these triggers can no no longer have an emotional response anymore on the level of the psyche. Healing happens within the psyche. It's when the psyche feels that there's no longer any danger or threat, then that is when the conflict is resolved once and for all. And a person will find that their chronic conditions then fade away and just no longer come back and be a problem. And there's therapies that people can definitely use, you know, with a sore neck or stiff neck. Once they understand that there's an emotional correlation behind it and, you know, identify and and make that association and realize that they are, in fact, in healing, then the worry goes away, the stress and fear goes away. So then if they feel like, okay, let's do some chiropractor, let's do massage or acupuncture to help me at least feel better and alleviate some of the symptoms or some of the pain, then that can always be done. But understanding now that there was nothing innately wrong with your body, nothing was malfunctioning in any way, shape or form, and that your cells are innately equipped with this intelligence that doesn't require anything other than your support and your trust. So I hope that this was helpful. I hope that you will see a pain in the neck a little bit differently now, especially if it's not, you know, caused by some sort of physical trauma or or injury. So understanding that it is very biologically meaningful and purposeful and see if you can recognize what stage you're in when you are in that stage. When you're in conflict active phase, see if you can recognize the indicators See if you can recognize 
the cold hands and cold feet and the compulsive thinking about the problem and a lack of sleep because you know you wake up at three in the morning thinking about it and a loss of appetite so recognize when you are in a conflict active phase and that will help you be able to eliminate the stress and the constant worry that you feel during it to help downgrade because we have to remember when we move into that conflict resolution phase our symptoms will always be proportionate to the severity of our conflict. So we want to downgrade. We want to resolve our conflict as soon as we can, or at least change the way we look at it so that we're feeling less stress about it, so that when we do go through that healing phase, our symptoms aren't going to be uncontrollable and, you know, they're going to be manageable for us. Okay, I'm going to leave it at that. We will catch up with you in the next episode. If you have some suggestions as far as what topics, specific symptoms and conditions that you'd like me to run through from a German New Medicine's perspective, just like a pain in the neck here, then please leave me a message. My contact information will be in the show notes. Thank you so much for taking the time to tune into this episode. If you found some value in it, please consider subscribing and leave an honest review in iTunes. I'd love to help get this information out to more people and go ahead and share it with a friend. You can reach and connect with me at tanyaverquin.ca or on the socials at tanyaverquin.